0: Hello, and welcome back to the Confidence Club podcast. It's your host, Manuel Briggs, and we are back with another episode. I was kind of off for the last couple weeks. I had a kind of a creative rut, if you will, and I realized recently the reason why I feel like I didn't have a lot of content to share was because I feel like I wasn't working on my own personal growth as much as I have in the past. I don't really know what happened. I think I just went soft, but I'm ready to get back on track. As we come into September and that was one of the things that actually inspired this week's episode along with like just the fact that we are heading into September and you know the first thing you think of when you think of September is school whether you're going back to school whether you have kids that are going to school or just like whether you've already graduated somehow. September just always brings those back to school vibes. And so even though I'm personally not going back to school this fall because I already graduated, I did wanna do a fun like back to school prep episode of things that like I would be doing right now if I was going back to school. And then when I was looking over my list today, I kind of realized that some of these things I can still apply to my life even though I'm not going back to school and you might be able to do the same thing. I realized today that I am in need of a reset And this is a great time to do that. People always talk about how, like, September is the new January, where, you know, it's just like a perfect time to start getting back on track, setting those goals, how you're gonna crush and thrive in this, like, last little bit of the year. So we're going to talk about that today. So like I said, this is mainly a back-to-school prep episode. So a lot of things in this episode will have to do with post-secondary. However, I am going to talk a little bit about things that you can do, even if you're not going back to school, to help you get back on track as well. So to make this episode a little bit easier, um, I broke it down into three parts. So we're going to talk about back-to-school prep as it relates to money and budgeting, study and organization, and social and friendships. And I feel like these are like really three c- categories that are important when you're away at school. And so I just thought it would be the best ones to talk about in this episode. So let's get started with the money and budgeting. And I just wanna preface like this stuff is kind of like um, Things that I wish I had known when I was in university slash things that I did do. So it was kind of a bit of both. After I graduated, I actually did a full episode about this where I talked about like things I wish I had known in university. And it's actually funny because when I look at the downloads of like episodes that have been downloaded in like the last couple of weeks, that episode is popping up a lot more than it has since it aired, um, which I think is just so funny. And, you know, obviously it's a good time for that kind of thing because now we're heading back into the school year. So I wanted to do kind of like another episode similar to that, but a little bit more updated and just like things that I would be doing personally right now if I was going back to school this September. All right, so without further ado, let's get into it. So we're gonna start off with money and budgeting because honestly, I feel like this part can get really overlooked. You know, you go to school, you're you're studying, you're living your life and like the money part kind of just like goes out the window. And I don't know if anybody else did this, but when I was in school, like, I would work all summer. Like I'd work multiple jobs, really save up the money and just like hope that would get me through uh, the year, which obviously is like not always the case because there's so many things that you have to pay for when you're university, like rent, like why does that pop up every single month? Like I just paid it, why am I paying it again? So something that I wish I had had done a little bit earlier on into university, this is something that I did in my last year, but I wish I had done it a little bit earlier is to have gotten a serving job. Serving is probably the best job to have when you're in your 20s and going to school because it offers you like the most amount of money for the least amount of like time a lot of serving jobs your shifts will be like four to five hours long which is perfect if you're trying to fit it in between classes or just trying to keep it flexible with everything else that you have going on i worked at a restaurant where the shifts were like actually messed up so i don't recommend going to this place i won't say it on the podcast but if you live in hamilton and you want to know where not to go i will send you uh the place (laughs) but most serving jobs aren't like that so you should be good The reason why I said specifically serving and not just like get a job is again because you're going to make the most amount of money in the least amount of time and the flexibility because the hours of a restaurant like do fit well with school hours especially like even if you were to just work on the weekends like you know how much money you can make in tips on the weekends like a lot especially if you're at the right place plus if you work at like a restaurant where there's a younger crowd not just young though like make sure there's actual adults there so you can make money but it's also like a little bit of a social aspect, but instead of you spending your money to be out, you're out and making money. The other thing that I will say when it comes to money and budgeting is to set, set some budgets for yourself, like figure out how much money it's going to cost to pay for all your, like, your rent and your utilities and all those bills. But another thing that I think you should um, do, and this is something that I did, is have a grocery budget. Buying groceries is go in the long run. It's going to be so much cheaper than eating out all the time, and it's healthier. And it teaches you how to be independent and learn how to cook. But it also is just like a good skill to learn how to grocery shop. And I had a grocery budget for myself. It was a set amount of money, and basically, like I would only try to spend that amount of money every week or less. If I spent less, it was such a good day. I was I was riding on a high for the rest of the day because I would get everything I needed for less than what I was intending to spend. And the thing is when you're only shopping for one person like things are going to start to overlap like you're not going to finish all your groceries from one week in one week like you'll have stuff that if you can freeze it I highly recommend doing that because all those groceries will add up where you actually won't have to be spending as much on food every week but the reason why I say to have a budget is because you know it's really easy to get out of hand with grocery shopping and if you're not actually tracking it then you can end up spending a lot more money than you really needed to if you're only going to subsist on the same kind of meal like now is the time to do it i mean i got really really good at making chicken beans and potatoes in uh university and you know what like I'm not mad about it now I make some really good potatoes like literally they are to die for now the next thing I'll say in terms of money and budgeting is figure out what places around campus offer student discounts so I was actually fortunate in the university town that I lived in like our grocery stores had uh deals where you'd get like a certain percentage off uh for students on certain days of the week and so I would just make sure to do my grocery shopping those days but there's other places usually around campus too that offer discounts, like places like restaurants and grocery stores, drug stores, that kind of thing. Mm-hmm. And so figure that out early and do your shopping there. Because again, everything a little bit saved makes a lot, a big difference, like at the end of the day, we're university students, like, let's remember that. Another thing that I would budget for, and this is, honestly, this is not for everybody, but if you are somebody who absolutely loves to drink coffee, I would definitely set yourself a coffee budget because there's nothing worse than looking at your credit card statement and realizing that you spent $100 plus on coffee for the month because you decided to go to Starbucks multiple times a day multiple days a week and I feel like this is a lot easier to do in college I don't know why I mean part of romanticizing college has to do with coffee right but if you're gonna do that like learn to make it at home or set yourself a budget and just treat yourself every once in a while and then the last thing I'll say, and this is a way for you to make some extra money while you're away at school, is to sell your old textbooks online. People are looking to buy those secondhand because nobody wants to pay full price for textbooks. So, for I know from my like university, we had a Facebook group where you could sell them. So I would definitely recommend looking there or even posting on Kijiji. Get those sold so you can put that money towards your new textbooks for the year, or just towards anything else that you might need the money for. All right, let's move on to the next category. We've got study organization. So obviously we are at school to study. I mean, that's what we tell everybody. I don't know, maybe you went to school for a different reason. the end of the day, we are paying for an education. So let's actually put our energy and time into getting the most out of that, okay? I think a lot of times we actually forget that we're paying for this. We start to stick up out on classes. We leave our studying to the last minute. We just don't do things. And it's like, okay, you're paying to be here, so let's do the work, okay? Let's get our money's worth. So let's start by learning how to romanticize studying because literally i keep seeing all these videos po- come up on tiktok and i almost wish i was going back to school just so i could romanticize studying. i don't wish i was going back that bad though to be honest <laughs> i'll just learn how to romanticize something else but it makes studying so much more fun when it's like It just like has this vibe to it. You're like, you know, in the library with your headphones on, your colorful highlighters, your laptop, your color-coded notes, however you study, whatever you do. It just, it's so much more of a vibe, okay? So figure out a way to romanticize studying because it's gonna make you wanna do that more. Another thing I'm gonna tell you is a tip, and this is something that I did not do in university, and this is probably one of the biggest things that I would say, like, yeah, if I was giving advice to someone going into school, I would do this, and that is to start studying for tests (laughs) and working. On, you already know where I'm going with this, on projects earlier rather than later, okay? Because you're going to be more prepared and less stressed, If you're the type of person who works best under pressure, then you can just omit this because honestly, this is not gonna help you. But if you know that you get stressed when you leave things to the last minute or you have no idea how to do projects and you know you're gonna need to be asking for help, I would definitely not leave it to the last couple hours before it is due. The stress will get to you or the stress will get to somebody in your house. I literally remember, (laughs) this is so bad, but I had this one assignment that was due at midnight and I was working on it at like I don't know 10 p.m or something like that and it was with Excel and I do not understand how to use Excel at all luckily like half my friends are engineers so they were able to help me and my one friend helped me and she was more stressed than I was because the deadline it was literally doing less than two hours and I'm just there chilling being like yeah well it's gonna get done obviously like I'm not gonna hand it in late I never handed in anything late it always gets handed in on time and I just knew that and she was out here stressing she's like I'm stressed for you I'm like Girl, chill. You don't need to be stressed. It's fine. It's going to get handed in. That was a terrible project. I did not understand that at all. To this day, I still don't. I still don't know what I was trying to accomplish with it. But anyway, we got it done. The next thing I will say is to use some sort of a planner to organize your life, especially if you're gonna take me up on what I said before about getting a serving job. It's gonna be a lot easier if you have like a timetable that has your classes in it, that has your social time in it, that has your work schedule in it. It's gonna be easier for you and less stressful. Personally, if you want a digital calendar, I suggest Google Calendar, it's perfect. It like links to your email and everything. Um, You can get it on your laptop and your phone and you can color coordinate everything so you can do like your work schedule one color you can do like your classes another color or you can do like separate classes uh different colors depending on how many like time blocks and stuff you have for those classes whatever you want to do this is part of romanticizing studying in school or you can use a paper calendar if you're old school and that works better for you but just figure out a way to organize your life because you know in those first few weeks especially like when you're trying to figure everything out like You know when you have classes where you have classes it can be kind of like stressful so if you have it all written down or in your phone or whatever it's a lot simpler and then as you get into the year and you start to feel like you're ready to slack off it'll help you stay on track next up this is more something that you kind of have to wait till school starts but it's to read your course syllabus or like your course outline whatever it is that you have at your school read it thoroughly okay make sure you don't miss anything in there and Get the textbooks only if you really need them, okay? So when I, like, what I would suggest is when you go to your first class, like, I would actively put your hand up. I know it's scary putting your hand up in a lecture hall, but I would actively put your hand up or, you know, hope that someone else does and ask, do we absolutely need the textbook? Because there are some classes where you just don't need it and you'll go and spend $100 and it's like the only thing that's gonna be good for is flattening out a piece of paper, it's not worth it, okay? And especially now too, like the other thing I would say, I don't know if I should be saying this, but I'm gonna tell you anyways, because I'm not gatekeeping this, look it up online first, see if you can find a free PDF online, because I had a handful of textbooks that it was there was a free version online and you will not catch me spending money if I don't have to. <laughs> so um, yeah, I looked it up. And honestly, if you take notes on your laptop, it's actually a lot easier if you have the digital copy. As much as I love a hard copy, it actually is easier that way when you're taking notes. So yes. And if you absolutely do have to buy the textbook before buying it brand new, I would ask somebody or see if someone's selling it, their old one. And as long as it's the right edition, I would do that because like, why do you need to go spend that extra money? You could put that towards your grocery budget. Next up, this is not something that I did in college, but honestly, I probably should have because my attention span is so short and that is to turn off your phone during class. Like, I know this is hard. We all want to be checking our phones. But does anybody else find that, like, they could be, like, in a flow state, just absolute zen doing whatever they're doing. And then they just, like, check their phone to check the time or something like that. And then all of a sudden, all concentration is lost and they can't get back to what they were doing. Yeah. You know how many times that happens in class? And at that point, if you're doing that, it's not even worth it to go to class because you're not retaining anything. And this is not me saying don't go to class. It's me saying don't use your phone during class. Okay? Turn it off. Put it on do not disturb. You can check it in between. You can check it right up until the class starts. And at the end, but not during. Well, second, last, we have this goes more with the organization piece and um, the like just kind of putting yourself in a good headspace. And this is like really important for your own mental health too is to make yourself a little morning and night routine, okay? Every once in a while, there's gonna be that day where you wake up and you have 10 minutes to get ready to go to class. But every day shouldn't be like that because that's just a, a bunch of unnecessary stress that you do not need in your life, okay? If your class is in the morning, like super early, get in the habit of getting up a little bit earlier before that so that you can have a nice relaxing wake up, you know, have your coffee, maybe do some reading, you know, listen to a podcast, go for a walk, work out, like whatever you wanna do, whatever is your favorite thing to do in the morning so that you can walk to your class or get to your class and not be like freaking out that you're gonna be the last person in the seat right as the bell rings, okay? Okay. That is such an awkward moment. Don't do that every single day. Don't be that person. And then the same thing with the night routine. You know, again, those those impulsive 2 a.m. study sessions every once in a while are great, but every night being a 2 a.m. study session is just not gonna be good in the long run. So kind of like set some boundaries for yourself. You know, tell yourself, okay, I'm gonna study till this time and then it's lights out. Like it's time for me to unwind, maybe watch a show, read a book, do what you need to do because you need to take care of yourself no matter how busy your schedule is like you need to take care of yourself because that is just not something that you want to let fall it's not worth it and you know there's no reason that you need to put yourself in that position if you plan ahead Okay, and then my last tip for you with this study organization piece is to figure out how you study best and do that. If you're just coming into university or college, like you just finished high school and you're going in for your first year, you might not know what that looks like. I know a lot of people kind of talked about how in high school they didn't really have to study that much to get good grades and then they came to university and it was a lot different. And so if you didn't have that kind of idea of what works for you in high school, you're going to discover it in your first year. If you or going to your second, third, or fourth year, and you already kind of know what works for you and what doesn't, like forget about what doesn't work for you and just do what works for you. And a key example of this is people who thrive on leaving things to the last minute. Like if you know that you work best under pressure and you can get things done at the last minute, don't spend the whole week leading up to it stressing about how you need to study because that's just a waste of time. You can be doing anything else if you're gonna think about studying like just study okay and if you know that you're not going to be able to study then don't study and do something else and be more productive with that time and this is kind of like a funny thing to say like don't study because you know you can't but it's like if you're not going to there's no point in wasting that energy thinking about it even though you know you're not going to you know what i mean but if you are somebody who needs that extra time to prep and study and needs to make all the cue cards and all the notes do that you know get the cue cards Apply that to your classes because you know that's gonna work for you. Okay, and let's move into our third and final category, that is the social aspect. This is the part that we see in the movies all the time. You know what I mean? Along with the little like montage of studying every once in a while, but overall it's usually social. And this is a fun part of college and university. You know, this is where you get to meet people, and honestly. My first tip for you in this category is to say yes to more things because it will never be easier to be social and make friends. Like I'm telling you, being social in your 20s when you're not in a college town or when you're not living in a big city is actually pretty hard. Like I feel like I could do a whole episode on this. I've actually talked to a couple people about this on the podcast. So if you're struggling with that, you can go listen to those episodes so you don't feel so alone. But it is a lot more difficult. It's not even just to make friends but also to like maintain friendships because everybody lives in different places everybody has different schedules doing different things and so I definitely would take advantage of this time in university and college to be social obviously don't let that get in the way of you know your goals and things that are important to you like I'm not saying you need to go out and get blackout drunk every weekend but I'm just saying like you know Have fun, like spend time with people, build relationships, make an effort to meet people and make new friends. One way that you can do this, and this is another tip for you, is to join a club or a team, like find a way to get involved with the school community. I feel like it's kind of like a fun way to have a tie to that, you know, campus and school for life. And so there's so many different like clubs and things to get involved in. And honestly, I didn't really know about a lot of these things until I was about halfway through my university career. And then of course the pandemic happened. So like that third year was kind of omitted from any like (laughs) social activities. But my fourth year is when I really started to get a little bit more involved. And I was actually one of the founding members of the Black Student Athlete Council at McMaster University. And being able to collaborate and connect with all these people that I would never have met otherwise was really nice. And I wish I had have done more of that throughout my university career. And You know, I did run cross country and track for the team. So that was a big part of me, you know, being involved with the school and the community. But I think that having things that aren't just athletic based, like even, you know, the Black Student Athlete Council, like we were all athletes, like we were all on a team at our school. But it was also just like a whole different kind of like club and initiative that really didn't have like anything to actually do with like <laughs> sports and physical activity it was more like initiatives and spreading awareness and doing events and that kind of thing and so I think it's good to have like different clubs and different sports teams and different things that you're part of because it also helps you meet different people that you wouldn't have necessarily met otherwise and then that actually leads me into my last point for you and that is not to be afraid to have different groups of friends. Um, You know, you can have your sports friends, like your team friends, you can have your study friends, you can have your going out friends, like all these people don't have to be the same people. I think it's actually good to meet different types of people, meet people in different groups, have those different groups. Um, It helps you just to, you know, broaden your own horizons, but also broaden your relationships. And, you know, you never know who you can meet through other people you know and so just finding different ways to get involved finding different groups and communities it's just a really big thing that i recommend you do if you haven't already um to anybody who's coming in for their first year i really strongly encourage this because it's gonna feel a little overwhelming at first when you first get there and there's all these new people that you haven't met Like don't feel like you have to be best friends with the first person that you meet don't feel like you have to be best friends with You know, your roommate, all these things, like just put yourself out there and meet all different kinds of people. And the people that are supposed to stick around and that are gonna be in your life for a long time, they're just gonna kind of like stick. It's just gonna, you just have to do your job of meeting a bunch of people. And then the ones that are supposed to be there are gonna end up sticking with you. Now, as I just wanted to say before, like I wanted to relate some of this stuff to people who maybe need a reset right now. You know, I think the summer is definitely a time where. Yeah, we can go soft, and I don't think there's anything wrong with that. We don't need to be on 24/7. But I'm a girl who likes a good routine, and when I fall off a routine, um, you can tell based on my mood, which is actually very strongly apparent. I, <laughs> if my as, if my parents pointed out, it's like, okay, Vanel, you need you need another goal because yeah, <laughs> your mood is slipping, which is kind of like, uh, it's honestly kind of true because I can I can feel it. Like I can feel that I, I know I've gotten a little bit off track recently, and it's time for a hard reset. And so. For anybody who's not going back to school and they just need a reset in general, first of all, like, I would sit down and get honest with yourself and, you know, figure out maybe what area needs a reset. Don't hold back. You know, maybe it's your health. Maybe it's your fitness. Maybe it's your personal development. Maybe it's your finances. Maybe it's your relationships. Like, figure out what that is. It's really hard to, you know take a look at your life and be like wow everything's falling apart like I can't even change everything because there's too much to change pick a couple things that you need to change and as you do that as you get back into those habits like things are going to start to come back to you and I would also take a look at like when were you thriving in the past like what were you doing when you were thriving like were you working at a good job were you exercising more were you eating well were you doing personal development were you investing into your mindset were you in a good relationship, you know, where you hanging out with the right people and then maybe take a look at what's changed. So for example, for me, I know that I was in a really good place when I was like working out and exercising all the time. And over the last couple of weeks, I've kind of fallen off that. Like, no, not kind of, I really fell off that. And I don't even know how that happened. Like, it was just like, it was almost like, you know how they say it's from zero to hundred. It was almost like a hundred to zero. Like I was doing two workouts a day and then I went down to doing nothing. And I've been feeling it. And it's almost like for me, when I don't exercise, all this stress and tension just builds up and just stays here in me. And then it'll come out in like a conversation or in my mood, like in my energy. Whereas when I exercise, it's like it all kind of dissipates when I sweat. (laughs) I don't know how it works, man, but that's basically what happens. Anyway, so I figured out, like, the first part of my reset is being active again so I went for a run today first day I'm doing a little running challenge to keep me accountable because like I know that I need to have something that actually makes me do the thing I say I'm going to do every day and the other thing I'm going to get back to is reading my 10 pages of personal development every day you know I've been on a reading kick but I've been reading a lot of fiction books which is not bad like that's fine but I've kind of slipped on my personal development and it's showing I think that's also, like, truth be told, why I felt so in a, in such a, like, a creative rep the last couple of weeks, because, like, that full transparency, I was not working on my development at all. And so, like, how am I supposed to come on and talk to you? about personal development when I haven't even been doing it. So you can expect some good content to be coming in the next couple months because I'm going to be back on my grind. I'm going to have lots to say. But um, yeah, I needed that kind of wake-up call to get back on track, and this is the time to do it. So figure out what it is that you need to reset and then pick a habit. Pick a couple habits that's going to help you get to it. Send me a message on Instagram if you need some encouragement or some ideas because I've got you. But yeah, let's go reset. Have a good back-to-school season. Have a good year ahead of you. And to everyone, just you know, put it in the work right now and grinding, like let's just become our best selves, get back on track and thrive through the rest of 2023. I hope you all have a great rest of your day and I will chat with you in the next episode. Bye.